Hey guys, this is Billy with King Oil & Co. This is Sam Ace Things with Sam Sauce. And thanks for listening to Spill the Sauce Podcast. Right, so, yeah, the clap starts at every time. That's how I know like where to put it. So, what's up, Sam? This week we got our buddies. Do you want to give a little intro, like a little one? Hey, this these are the Stanky Boys, man. Um, Stanky Sauce. These guys are a blast. Super supportive in the space. Really fun and eager to learn as well as just grow with the rest of us. Honestly, just super fun, super fun people. Um, they were involved with a couple of hot sauce summits. Um, myself and Scott from Scott Sauce put on, um, but all in all, just eager to get them in and uh, hear what they have to say. All right, let's get them in. I'm just letting them in through the Zoom. Yeah, and it is a duo, but today we just got Eddie on, which is still going to be killer. One of these days, we'll get both of them. Amen. No worries. It's all good. It's all love. Yeah, yo, 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 What's up, man? What's <laughs> up? Why is my background not working? It's too it's too stanky. I don't have a green screen. Come on, man. Come on. No hey, regardless, glad to have you on, Eddie. Oh, yeah, totally, is. man. I think it's going to oh, oh, there wow. we go. Jesus. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it already. My great background. That's super cool. Certified super cool. stanky boy. There you go. Is it, it's official then. Well, I mean, welcome to our podcast, man. This is uh, like me and Sam's little place to kind of, you know, talk with other people who make sauce or other people we think are interesting or somehow in the space. So Sam, when he brought you guys up, we were automatically like, just hyped up to have you guys on. So welcome on, brother. We see the background's hyped. You look hyped, ready to go. Yeah, man. What part of the country are you in? I'm in Central Florida, so I am right down the street from Disney World and Universal Studios. All right. So, entertainment, tourist capital of the world. Awesome. Is it born and raised out there? I'm born and raised in Miami. Oh, well, sick. My, my brother and I, so um, he's not on because he's actually he's at work. So oh, there you go. He works no. at Disney World, so he's, um, yeah, probably dealing with a lot of stuff right now. <laughs> no worries no worries uh but yeah so florida boys hot sauce i don't know if sam have we had anyone on from florida before i don't believe so uh he's he's bringing up a different uh, tropical vibe right now yeah ex- so exactly man so i mean you guys have like your beanies on like, yes. and, and we're out here like he's, he's faking it he lives in san diego no, it just—I mean, it is sunny here, but it's just, it's just like oh, yeah. the, the wind's just a little cold, and I have hardwood floors, no carpet, so it just gets a little cold. But mm-hmm. other than that, I mean, is, are, is it sunny in Florida right now? It, yeah, it was really sunny today. Really? It was um, right now it's probably in the fifties. Uh, sun just went down, so as soon as the sun goes down, oh. the temperature just plummets. So it's sixty-three right now. Damn. Today's low was maybe like forty-eight. Um, the high was like 75 with sunshine, which is like perfect. That's awesome. Man. That sounds like a wild, like desert kind of, uh, kind of seems like a desert kind of vibe. Like, you know, when, like the sun goes down in the winter in the desert, it's cold. But when the sun's out, fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's facts. So 
kind of the place we always like to start with our guests is like, take us from the beginning. You know, like, why did you and your brother get into hot sauce? Like, where did the love for spicy food come from? Um, so spicy foods always, I mean, we're, um, uh, have South American backgrounds. So, okay. uh, my mom's from Colombia, my stepdad's from Venezuela. We actually lived two years in Venezuela. Um, so there's just like, there was always, you know, at every barbecue or family gathering, there was always just like this bowl of like homemade salsa or whatever you wanted to call it. And, um, they always made like two of them. They made the non-spicy one and then the spicy one. And then they would, oh, and then it got to the point that I started requesting a special bowl of extra spicy stuff. Um, so my mom would just, you know, chop up some habaneros and throw it in there. And that's kind of like just what we put on everything, you know, anything that may have needed a little bit of extra something, you throw that on or you throw it on whatever you want. So we've always just liked, uh, you know, food, you go to, uh, if we're spending time in Colombia, you go to like a restaurant, you get a, an, um, an empanada, you, the, you automatically just say, oh, can I, can I get some, oh, picante, por favor, picante, and they just give you a little jar and you just put it on there. And it was just always that thing that you kind of, you know, people have ketchup and people have um, A1 steak sauce. I don't like ketchup and I don't like steak sauce. First off, I don't believe anything should go on a steak. If you have a good piece of steak, you don't need yeah, anything, that's right? right? Yeah. Um, so um, it's the only thing I don't really put hot sauce on. That salsa that my mom used to make, I do because it just because it's very oniony and like having grilled onions on on a steak sometimes is pretty good. But yeah. or you know roasted peppers or something like that. You know they kind of just complement themselves. But that's how it started, you know. Um, I'm more the hot sauce guy, and my brother Eric is more the barbecue guy. Oh. Um, so that's how we're kind of just like I don't, I'm not a big fan of barbecue sauces, um, unless they're <laughs> spicy barbecue sauces, then I like them. So um, that's kind of where it went. And then um, I my background is in customer service and, and retail and stuff like that. I worked for Disney for. For many years, um, I worked with rent a car industry. So my background's like tourism and customer service and all of that. Um, 2018, I started my own LLC because I've been doing like, uh, I do marketing consulting in the pharmaceutical industry. Mm-hmm. And so I started that, but I always wanted like a product, something that was mine. So I was like, oh, let me do a clothing line. Oh, let me do this. And then I was just sitting with my dad and um, at the table, and there's always hot sauce in the middle. Just wherever we go, we pick something up. And he was just like putting it on his like, I think it was an arepa at that moment. Because he just puts, he puts hot sauce on anything. He'll put it on lasagna. Like <laughs> my mom, my mom slaps him sometimes like, I made this lasagna special. Don't put anything else on it. And um, so he's like, why don't you just make a hot sauce based on things you like? And I was like, damn, you're right. I could just call it Stanky Sauce. And my nickname, Stanky, it's always been, I have friends that know me my whole life or maybe 20 years or so. They can't tell you what my first name is. <laughs> to me, I'm Stanky. A stanky Stankowitz, they've met my parents. They slept over my house. They know my dog's name. They know everybody in my family, right? But they, they have to, they blank. They're like, it, isn't it, is it Edward or is it Eddie? Is that what it is? <laughs> Something with an E. Um, so, you know, stanky is what it is. And it just kind of, it flows. Um, I've already had issues with people thinking that it's something completely different. Mm-hmm. 
Um, actually, I was on the the phone with um, the inspector for for the, the the food department of the Department of Agriculture with Florida, and he's like, "So this is like you know a hemp or CBD company?" And I was like, "No, oh. man, it's just a hot sauce." He's like, "I was like, the name threw you off, right?" He's like, "So I explained it to him, and he started laughing. He's like, "No, man, it's cool." Uh, I look forward to helping you, you know, get the business rolling. So, um, but I get that. I've had people on social media just bash me for the name. Like just haters just come out of nowhere. It's like, "Ah, thanks guy. I don't know what to tell you, but you know, so, um, but that's where it started and that's where we're at right now. I mean, awesome. Hey, gotta ask, did your brother, did he ever dub the name Stanky as well? Or you just stole it? No, so I was the first one to get it. So I got it in 97. was the first time it was ever used on me. Now, anybody with my last name has used it. And in fact, um, there is a professional uh, baseball player from like the 1920s or something. that His name was Eddie Stanky, Eddie Stankowitz, like my name. That was his name. And um, they call, I think he played for the Yankee and the, the Yankees and they called him Yankee Stanky or something like that. So, like, the nickname is not anything new for the Stankowitzes or pronounced in Polish because it is Polish as Stankiewicz. So that's as much Polish you're going to get out of me. That, kielbasa, <laughs> pierogies, and that's about it. So There we go. There we go. <laughs> I know the good stuff in, in, in Polish. So, right. um, But, yeah, Eric got it. He started hearing it more when I guess he got to high school because we went to the same my senior year was his freshman year. Oh, so some people kind of knew me as Stanky already, so they just call him Lil Stank or Lil Stanky. And then in our college years, of course, in fraternity life and all that stuff, he was just Lil Stanky, you know, Lil Stanky, Lil Stanky. Awesome. I love that. And then another thing to mention, obviously, you're the hot sauce guy. Your brother was more like the barbecue. I don't know if people are really um, known of this, but you you offer some killer sweet forward mango um hot sauces it was that kind of like a, a middle ground for some sweetness to showcase for you know your some of your brothers um likes or enjoyments when it comes to condiments um n- no uh it was um it was more focused on so the first one i ever tried was a passion fruit one um but passion fruit is a real hard fruit to work with you know to use the actual product itself and not like you know the juices from it or like um but mango is just i mean mango for anybody from miami or anybody from colombia um it's just like that is it 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 holds you know it's it's a symbol of, of especially the town my mom's from of like the community um so it's just natural to just go with that and it just happened to to be like that uh we wanted to make a sauce that wasn't a kick your ass spicy um and i do like some kick your ass spicy ones but we wanted something that that people could be like oh i don't like hot sauce so i don't want to taste it like but try it and then be like oh i i can i can dig this like that's what we were going for with these initial ones um and then we'll build up to something else, you know, um, from there. But yeah, no, that was nothing to do with, with with the kind of blend between Eric and myself. His idea was the honey one, though. So he's like, hey, can we add some honey to this? I was like, sure, why not? And it kind of worked out in our favor, especially using a co-packer, um, because the ingredients are so similar that we got a price break 
on making two different sauces rather than, you know, a whole batch of one and a whole batch of other of another one. They were able to split it for us. So we lucked out on that. That's that's pretty awesome that the, the way you just explain it all. I'm curious, like, um, you know, the, you said something interesting, like kind of the main ongoing challenge that we kind of bring up on the show is like people always saying like, oh, it's hot sauce. I don't like it. It's spicy. Like they automatically assume hot sauce is something that's going to like burn your tongue, burn your mouth. You're not going to eat for the next day or two. So how is like the dynamic like with hot sauce in Florida? Like for me, an example here in San Diego, you would think it's good, but it's not like that strong. I know in Minnesota, Sam's mentioned like it's more so bigger for like spam and like other things as opposed to like hot sauce. But like, I'm curious, how is it like for you in Florida? So it's funny because I get that a lot. People are like, just assume because Miami and Caliente and all this stuff that like that Spanish people, Hispanic people like spicy food. And it really isn't like, it isn't uh, a thing, but there is um, a big influence. And because Miami is so diverse that Caribbean food is more of the spicy stuff. So like you want some, some good, like, like Jamaican food, they, they make some really good um, spicy food. Um, but it's more the Caribbean countries that 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 I think embrace the peppers and everything. They have solid grounds to kind of like grow it. A lot of peppers come from some areas down there. Um, and then, you know, all the trading from back in the day, you know, that was a place where they'd come and they would trade these. So like a lot of the... Um, the farmlands and plantations would grow the different peppers so that, you know, I think there's a stronger influence of the peppers there. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's funny how based on regions, other people will see it. Cause you know, I was in Arizona for a while. So everybody's like, Oh, Arizona, like, you know, everything's spicy there because there's such a big Mexican population. Yeah. And it is actually, there is, you know, at every corner there's a street taco place, yep. you know? So, um, and you don't eat tacos without some sort of like sauce, you know? No, um, true. So, but yeah, there, there, there's a big influence down there. And, um, but I think there's just a very big common misconception in people's minds as to who likes spicy food. Um, because I will tell you that the majority of my customers are, you know, American, you know, they're not, uh, of like Hispanic backgrounds. Those who have bought are just family members, but I get random names in there. It's like, I don't know who this is. So I look up where they're from, where I'm shipping this to. And like New Jersey buys a ton of sauce, like up there, like the, the Northeast I, is, I think, outside of Florida is where most of my sauces go to. Interesting. So, and so the challenge, like, like how have you and your brother like managed to break through that? Like the mold of like, all oh, hot sauce is just spicy all the time. Um, stick it in someone's mouth with a spoon. <laughs> Try this. Um, like, you know, sure, does that happen uh, a lot of the farmer's market when you guys are like standing there at your booth and someone just sees it like, oh, hot sauce and like just walks by like, no, I'm good. And it's always like, but it's flavorful and it's good and it has yeah, like, so yeah. interesting we 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 still yet to do a farmers market i'm waiting on this permit so that i can go there uh certain farmers markets don't care they'll let you just yeah. jump in and, and do nothing and we haven't really gone for those so we have our eyes on a couple of them um but yeah that's going to be one of them is like hey come and try this and, and it's like look try it 
have a little sample, have a little spoon, ha have it on chip. You know, that's what we're going to go with. And, you know, just let them know, like, this is, you know, we had our sauce tried out by Johnny Scoble. Mm -hmm. And he said, he, he, he tagged this line onto us saying, this is the gateway sauce for people who don't like hot sauce. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I definitely agree to that from my experience with your product. It's super palatable. It's super like you can tip oh in a little bit. There's some nice sweetness. Um, yeah, that's a great quote. I dub that man. Perfect. Yeah, so um, you know, that's kind of like what we try to use uh to describe it is like, look, I'm not here to just you know, burn your face off, like give it a try. And I was like, if you don't want to try this one, do you like honey? Do you like sweet stuff? Try the honey one. Try the honey one. Okay, I like this. And I've done it with family members and friends who are like, I don't do hot sauces. Actually, one of my friends just called me. He's like, man, I really don't like hot sauce, but I've been wanting to, to buy your stuff to support you. Uh, can I still get the Black Friday special that I just took down today? And I was like, yeah, sure. Here, um, you know, I, I took care of him. But I was like, I, I really need you to try it because to me, that's what's important is someone who doesn't like hot sauce to come in yeah. and say, Hey, I like your product. Um, I know people who like sauces and stuff. Um, they enjoy it. I've never gotten a negative review. The only thing that I've gotten from some of the like the chili heads is, can you make something like really spicy? That's the only thing that people have asked for. So um, you know, those are in the works, um, slow, slowly but surely. But that's what's important to me is that someone who doesn't like or says they don't like hot sauce to try it. And be converted and then we all kind of then we all just hey this is a new guy come on get him get him i'll it's be like, like hey you're feeling it really is i always feel like true accomplishment from you know a little midwestern old lady walks by and it's just like oh hot sauce not for me and then they try one of my milder ones i go who what are you and i'm just like oh. god damn it i just guys trust me i'm not just trying to kill everybody <laughs> Sam, which one, uh, which one of your sauces do you start off with? Smoky J by far. I always say Smoky J is like mild smoky and then Tango or that Thai NGO is kind of like mild, medium, sweet that utilizes a mango, Thai chili and salt cured lime. I feel like those are the two. And if they can't get past the Tango or if they're starting to show their threshold, I'll stop them there because yeah. everything else is in my opinion, like a true, like hot sauce realm. Yeah. But I feel like if you can get through those two, right, then we, then we can talk. Otherwise, like, you know, you gotta have something for everybody and you do. I love the Smokey J. Like I put that, I pour that onto my chicken, like chicken breast. I always have like five or six sauces that I rotate through. Um, that. And, and I just like, okay, pour some of this. Sometimes the pour is a little too much, you know, but ain't nothing wrong with that. Big pour. <laughs> I know that's your tagline. <laughs> I love it. Everyone swears by Sam Smokey J. I swear to God, it's amazing, man. It really is. It really is a, a great sauce, and we had a, a, a smoked product that going to a co-packer, we just we can't get it done. So we're not yeah. even going to try it because we thought about like, oh, we're going to use a liquid smoke, and we said no. If we're not doing it the way we want to do it, we're just not going to do it at all. Um, so I love the the ones and I've seen videos of like Sam smoking his the product, you know. I I, I love those videos. I think people um love the videos of seeing things getting made, you know. I once posted a video on my old Instagram page 
at the Copacker, the other one that I was using in Arizona. And I love them because they actually do everything by hand. Um, everything is like, it's just not me doing it, it's them. But I went in to, to be a part of it and I, I took some video. People are like, no, you should never post that video because it doesn't look like, I was like, what, because we put things in a bucket and, and then yeah, use the immersion exactly. and some sauce splashed onto the table because <laughs> you know nothing happens perfectly in the yeah. kitchen um i was like automated or not it's there's a little mis- there's a little oops but hey it's a messy product it's yeah, hot. It, it, you don't want to get it on your skin um yeah your so, own caution uh, you know the, the video did great i got a lot of good feedback on it and i was like if you only knew like you know no kitchen is perfect during rush hour you know yeah. um I, I, I've been in kitchens in, in Disney and like, yes, they're all following the proper procedures and it's not that there's dirty or rats running around, but you know, when shit hits the fan and it's, you know, um, that shit's time of the day. Yeah. Shit's all over the place. Yeah. yeah you're not, you're not worried about cleaning up a little like drop that just dropped over here on, on, on the table. Yeah, exactly. So, no, shit, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's, you're working with a fucking liquid that, you really mm-hmm. shouldn't be touching with your skin. You're trying to hold it and lift it from this place to this place so it pours over here and getting it here. You're going to fucking spill it regardless. Even if you have those little, like filler things that go around the bottle, that shit's going to spill too. Like It's always spilling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I imagine I'd rather have hot sauce on me than your chili oil because I just have a feeling the temperature that's a little <laughs> hotter than like 200 degrees. That's, that's not bad. It, it's, I have like my aluminum table. I was getting it clean, so I don't want to like put the last batch on it. So I have like this rusty old wood table. It, like some spill on the table, and that spot is just like black. <laughs> it's like, just gone. So I have to tell my landlord that I fucked it up. But it's not bad, except for like the smell that you get in here sometimes. It's pretty okay. bad. Yeah. Hey, like, I should pay you for that. That's like great. In, I get like sniffles, and like my eyes started to tear up, but it's not too bad. My dog gets used to it, too. She's pretty cool about it. But, yeah. but I'm curious, like, Eddie, like, like, how was the move to a co-packer? Because that's, like, a topic we've been recently talking about on the podcast. <laughs> and, like, we're hearing different experiences. And, like, so I'm curious, like, how was that, like, move for you guys? So uh, we went direct to co-packer. Oh. I okay. never, I, I was making these in my home. And I was just for family and friends. Okay. Um, always with the intention of moving, you know, going up and stuff. Moved out to Arizona and um, for my other job, um, it was going to be a year and halfway through, I was like, oh, man, I don't know if this is like, this is not the career life I want to do, but you know, I like what I do. My other job, it gives me the opportunity to focus on this as well. Um, and it doesn't really uh, physically or mentally drain me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and I made good money on it. So, <laughs> um but I was like, this is not where I want to just like focus my attention. So I was like, whatever, I'm going to, sorry, I almost cursed. I don't know if this is. No, you're good. Go ahead. Let it all out. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. I got some money here. So I started looking up co-packers. I went to the like U.S. database for uh, co-packers because there's, you know, a giant list. And I found these different co-packers in Arizona. And then I just, I saw this co-packer and uh, mom and pop, you know, um, Bob and his wife, they manage it and they have like three employees that I think are like one of them's like their son-in-law or something like that. And they really, they do everything by hand. Um, I mean, they bottle each one by hand, Holy you know, shit. they pour it in. 
So um, I liked that because I felt like that was a good way to start with a co-packer and then also have them kind of teach me a little bit. And I learned a lot from him on going forward, what I should be looking at um, when you're already trying to scale up. Because now I'm going with a new co-packer. So we can talk about that transition going from like this. Yeah, that'd be you awesome. Know, yeah, first of all, your first co-packer sounded like a great intro knowing that they're doing everything. Yeah. By hand to bottle. That's an amazing feat that I'm still doing myself every day. So the people that do that, it's a grind. Hats off to you. But yeah, what's it like transitioning to, you know, a higher production? The the, the biggest issue we're having is um, the recipe. The recipe, once you go to a higher, you know, the, the math is not working. And for whatever reason, um, they might source the ingredient from another place. Um, so, you know, the flavor is not there. But the other two sauces that we're coming out with, um, that we're going with them directly now, fresh, it's the first time we do it, um, it came out perfect. You know, exact, this is how we want it. We, we did like two tweaks on one of them from like what I make at home to what they're going to do. But the ones we were doing before, there's just something, something there, right? So I'm like, I've talked to the guy, I've, we've tasted them, we've smelled them, like, you know, just trying to figure out what that is. So until that is what it's supposed to be, I won't do anything with it because I'm like, what, you want me to just release um, something completely different when I've already, no, I can't do that. So, and and like, I've talked with Sam about it. Like we text each other all the time. It's like that control piece that you kind of lose there. Um, but luckily, you know, they're willing, they're talking with me. So the last coat packet I used in Arizona, he made 1200 bottles from me and they were all wrong. He took it all back and redid the whole batch for me. Okay. So I, I, or I ended up ordering another batch before I left Arizona. And that is the commitment that that guy has to, to getting his customer the product that he wants for, for their customer. Yeah. I don't know many other co-packers that would do that. Like, yeah. yes, it was a, a mistake on his end. Um, but he, you know, he took care of it. There was something he cooked, he overcooked something. So it killed one of the flavors and it overpowered something else. So when I tasted it, I was like, what, what, what is this? So, um, is that kind of the difficulties you're dealing with the new co-packer? Cause I know ingredient to ingredient, there's not just onion or there's not just mango. I mean, there are multiple different varieties of mango at what stage yeah. are they coming in fresh? frozen puree um i imagine if you're able to speak with your old co-packer which obviously you guys are in great uh, communication with to figure out you know the the specifics of everything he used that might help your uh, your transition to your next um because that's that sucks man that's that's a big burden i hope that um gets finished out and finalized i'd hate to see you have to change it all or could you just continue to have the smaller co-packer in um arizona continue to make that for you or I imagine shipping would that just be yeah that that's you know I, I, eric and i spoke about that but the the logistics there is is a lot more yeah, and the price I'm point sure. you know with the other guy was a lot more expensive this the ones here it's significantly um lower 
you know, um, and then they're only 30 minutes away from me. So, but, you know, I've been dreading the like, hey, uh, so, you know, I'm using the new co-packer and he'd be like, oh, but I always told him, I was like, hey, man, if let's say we grow and I need someone to make something over there and uh, I'm shipping four pallets to California, well, he could do it. You know, yeah. that's the good thing about having different co-packers, um, you know, in different areas, because you don't have to like, I don't have to do this here in Florida and then send something to Washington, you know, each pallet of those to transport across the country for one pallet up to like a thousand pounds is, or, or 1500 pounds or something like that. Um, it's like six, 600 to to a thousand dollars, depending on the time of year Jesus. Um, to get it. So you know, that's obviously going into to your cost. That's about 50 cents a bottle, depending on how many you're sending, you know? So, um, but yeah, all that stuff adds up. I had to do that to, to send it here. So <laughs> I was like, that's going to cost me how much? I was like, how much more space do I have? It's like, oh, you could go eight feet tall. I was like, yeah, I have some luggage that I can't fit <laughs> on my truck. So I just started piling like my, my personal stuff. Um, and so the, the pallet came half half hot sauce and half of my personal stuff, uh, my air fryer and my, my, all my stuff, you know, came up, came over on that pallet. So that was funny. So like, like what's the trust like in a co-packer, you know, that's like one thing I hesitate and I'm sure like a lot of like other people who make a product hesitate, like how's like the trust level, like, like how do you even go into that? Yeah, man, that, that is the scariest thing, right? Um, it's, it's, I don't think the trust is with like, oh, are they going to take my product? Because that's not that that isn't my concern. First yeah, off, yeah, you sign yeah. an NDA, um, whatever, right? It's more of like, how's the product going to come out? Like yeah. you're are, you're not. This is not you making a batch at home and saying oh, it didn't come out right and yeah. throwing it out or donating it to you know without your label on it or doing whatever you do with it. Yeah. Um, this is this is your thing. So, um, I was very nervous the first time. Um, and even to do it again with him, I was still like, it was still in my mind. And then coming here, the good thing is I have a friend that used to work at this place. So he introduced us to the company. He's like, Hey, these are my buddies. Um, and he's kind of walked us through it. He's like, Hey, if they tell you this, know this, like, um that's so awesome. that's how i i felt comfortable but yeah man i i 100 there, there is that little bit of like untrustingness that they don't care that they're just trying to put out a product um they're, or they're just trying to to make their money and, and get you going in and out right they want repeat customers they don't want to see you know oh, your sure, product yeah, come yeah. in and even be like all right, fuck that guy. It's like, you know, you want him to be like, hey, this turned out amazing. Um, make more. Yeah, yeah, come back to us. Come come more. So you would think that in, in, in most industries um, and having worked in so many different industries, that's always mine. Like when I was a manager at Disney, man, I loved it. Every every time I'd see the same family come back in yeah. to stay at my hotel. Um, when I worked at Enterprise, rent a car in Alamo, seeing the same customer come up and they always bring like, they bring you a gift. They're like, oh, here you go. Here's a cookie or something like that. You know, you want those repeat customers, but there's always someone in all industries yeah. that just doesn't care. 
And when the dollar is, when the money's like that floating, you're, you're thinking is like, man, I can make a thousand dollars right now. Not thinking about this one customer's value over their lifespan yeah. is $10,000. There is an actual calculation on what the value is of a child for Disney. Really? If you get them like loving Disney at a young age between uh, going to the movies, uh, buying Disney toys, vacations to Disney, you know, now Disney plus everything, there is a value set. You know, all companies have a value set to each human as what their worth is to them. And it's definitely worth saying, hey, what you had a bad experience, here's $100 back or here's a $100 gift card. Come back and see us rather than say, no, fuck you, like, get out of here. Any customer, any business that does not take care of their customer and is not thinking of this person's going to come back is crazy because everybody wants to find that place to come back to because it's that comfort, that's that appreciation, it's all that stuff. And that's what everybody's looking for. They're uh, looking for a place to call home that they feel like comfortable in. So um, you would think, but there's always someone out there that just wants that now money and is gone, right? Well said. I've had employees like that, and not not at Disney, but um, in other companies that I've worked with that they're just like, forget it, man, let's, but then the customer leaves are like, yeah, look at what I just did. And I was like, that person's never coming back. Just yeah. know. <laughs> so, facts. Yeah. Yeah. It's it definitely is like the customer definitely means everything, especially to like this, you know, the smaller businesses, the smaller, you know, batch makers it definitely means a lot because each person is like a fucking thousand dollars. You know what I mean? It always makes it like extra special. It makes you want to make the next batch or the next thing. I'm curious. Take us through your hot sauce lineup really quick. Tell us which one you like, which one your brother likes. Okay. Um, maybe what's to come if you want to have a little yeah, spill. Yeah, I was, was going yeah, uh, to try to take it there. Exclusive. Like, what's the future? Oh, he just disappeared into the background. All right, so. Was like, <laughs> I don't know how I just come out of the monkey. I, that's like what that. I said. I was like, it looked weird. He just walked out and came back in like it was like a talk show host. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you know, I gotta have the the Bob Barker like the skinny the microphone. There you go. <laughs> um, so this is the first recipe that I came up with, and this is the the, the mango habanero one. Obviously, I think I, I'm gonna say it's a 94 percent to what I had actually made at home. When you're doing a small batch to a larger batch, obviously, it little things will always change. Um, but this guy got it down like he got it, you know. Um, so this is the one I was making, uh, and I was just for fun for friends and everything. And then my brother was like, "Let's add some honey to it." That's a cool one too. And um, this one ended up being the more popular one. This is the one that everybody loves. This is the one that. Uh, you know, we had we were in a sauce box earlier in the year, and this is the one that that was in there. Um, so, you know, this is the one that we hope to submit to Hot Ones because we think this is a good starter one to get people going. Um, although, for some, it's always funny to see someone who, who's not a, like a chili head or like spicy stuff because they always I'll see them kind of like just like going like this, and I'm like, <laughs> really. On this one? Okay. 
<laughs> or you'll see people that are just like, oh, I love hot sauce. And they've tried like my more mild sauces. And then they're just burning up. I'm just yeah. like, don't be flexing. This is for yourself. If, if it's too hot, that's fine. But, you know, saying you can handle everything isn't going to get you that far. It's always when they say it in like confidence, like, yeah, I love hot sauce. You're like, nah, I don't know if you really do. Like, I don't know if those little packets count in a school or college, you know, like this is a little different. Like, this is a little different. Yeah. Uh, so, um, uh, our, our next two sauces, um, I, I don't mind sharing it. So, we have um, the pineapple habanero, which was supposed to be a smoked pineapple habanero. And I do have a plan to release that one. Um, in the future, whenever I can find either a place that will smoke for me or I get everything in order and establish myself a little bit more. Like I just moved back to Florida. I'm in an apartment. I, things are kind of everywhere when I can establish myself and have a small batch of this, like where I can actually make it. Yeah. We'll move forward with the smoked pineapple. Um, but for now, we're going to do the, the pineapple habanero because and, and Sam has, you know, um, pineapple flavors as well a lot of people do there's something about a pineapple the pineapple that kind of just blends well mm. with 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 spicy stuff yeah. with spicy food um i understand why people like pineapple on their pizza although i don't like it on my pizza but i understand like pineapple just has it kind of just works with with um with that spice and and i think that like the pasta sauce yeah. Um, or even like the ham that it goes with, because that's yeah. the typical one. It's like pineapple and ham, like, um, which is a saltiness. You know, they kind of just complement each other. It's weird, but it works. Yeah. So, um, and then the other one is uh, an agave jalapeno, Ooh. Um, and that's gonna that's actually gonna be sweeter than the honey one. And the idea for that was, all right, uh, let's have some drinks, let's have some margaritas. Why don't we just drop some of this and make it a spicy margarita? And that was the inspiration for that. And it's worked. And the co-packers got it to like, it, it just, I had it at, at uh, Thanksgiving and everybody's like, can I have some more of that one? There we so, go. Um, so oh, yeah, that, that, that one's going to be another favorite. Um, so another thing is, you know, trying to avoid using the gum in it. Um, for instance, like for whatever reason, Hot Ones doesn't allow any products with gum in it or anything else. That's bullshit. All sauces and a lot of food. Have I wish gum. I knew the others because I know it's xanthan gum for sure they won't allow. They always yeah. say it needs to be all natural, but I see their sauces with citric acid too. So I'm curious, in my opinion, xanthan gum is about as natural or unnatural as citric acid. I think it's because of the, digest the digestive thing that's. Like some people are sensitive. Yeah, so... um, You're eating hot sauce. You're going to get a little stomachache anyway. Like, just suck it up. Or eat it. Or gluten-free or celiac. They rely on xanthan gum for, like, fine. Well, and you can tell, like, even when I'm I'm eating some sauces or trying them out, like, I can, depending that night or the next day, like, the ones that, like, heavily use it because it's just, like, I don't know. Mine doesn't have it, and I could try it with some that don't have it. Um... Sam's go very well because I, I don't think you put a lot of it in there. Very, very small amount. Hey, just I mean, just do because I like it to be extremely ingredient heavy. It's yeah. not in watery. So if you're making a thin, watery, sugary sauce, you'd probably want to add a lot of xanthan gum yeah. to give it more buoyancy. Um, yeah. But yeah, mine are all pretty thick. It's just for the separation factor. 
but I've tasted some companies that I won't mention that do things on like large scale and you taste it or you eat some of it and you're just like, you just feel something just there in your gut and it, it's beyond the spice part because there's it's a different feeling you get from just like, you just, you know, you just smash like 10 habaneros and ghost peppers like straight up like all these dudes do online and um you know that's a different type of pain that you feel right so it's, it's very different very yeah different. <laughs> on that note eddie are are you like a big heat tolerance dude have you i mean are you into like the challenge sauces the heat fresh pods i mean do you want to like put yourself through some punishment um i, I i've only done um i've done a tincture that's about it and i do try the different hot sauces i've tried like the what is this um the mad dog one is it mad dog the, the uh the one that was on earlier seasons of hot ones yeah the one that that thing is um it's it's their like highest one it has like a warning label on it i tried it without really even knowing <laughs> what i was doing because the guy at the oyster bar was like oh you should try this uh, it says it on this if you hand this bottle to anybody else you have to have them read this and you have to explain what you're doing what they're what about to do no one told me we put that on a cracker just like a little a pea drop done i was done for for like i stopped sweating 20 minutes into it now i didn't like overreact and go crazy but my my, my face just drenched my shirt drenched um I had the beer waiting for me and I was like, I'm not even going to taste this beer because I know what it's going to do to me. Um, so I kind of just let it kind of settle down 10 minutes, 15 minutes into it. I took a swig of my beer. It just all came back to me. Like, yeah, it's just, and I was like, so I don't do any of those. Although I do have in the back over there, I have some of the packy chips that I still haven't tried the one chip challenge because oof. I haven't had anybody to try it with. I don't want to do it by myself, you know? So I'm like, when when I hit fifteen hundred followers on my page, I want I want it. I'll do it. I mean, if you can figure something out, we'll do it together live. Just saying, we'll do something. Yeah, but um, I'm down for for stuff. If, if people invite me to do a challenge, I'll try it. Um, uh, I don't know if you guys ever uh, interact with the guy who goes by Ace uh, is his um his username. He always changes it, but Ace Morrow on um on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And um, the guy supports me all the time. He's bought uh, a few orders. So he's like, hey, do you like, you know, these tinctures? And I was like, never tried one. So um, I bought one of his, like, I guess it was a middle tier one. Um, yeah, it kicked our ass. And my poor brother, Eric, who's not big on spice. Uh, if you look at our old um, Instagram page, there's a, there's a, video of just like a little reel I did of him where his face just turns from like smiling to just like um, those are no fucking joke those little tinctures no they're it's, not they're not it's just little tinctures are like just hell yeah it's insane man the um uh, Mike from drop nugs not nukes with um impress cap season he did great tinctures for a uh, for hot sauce guide mark and it was like um like a more mild Thai dragon um, pepper, which basically it was like a great middle ground beginner, true beginner tincture. I and I trusted that and it was perfect. But I imagine a lot of those ones that are like, oh, it's medium heat. 
I know the people that make tinctures. I know why they do it. I don't think there's a true middle no. It's just death from above. Yeah. But yeah, but when the hot sauce guy made, it was perfect, really mild, and just flavorful, which was kind of nice. That, those are awesome. This guy, one time here at the hot, there's like a hot pot spot here. Like they put in the soup and everything. Yeah, there is that motherfucker. The, se- the second time, it's not that bad. I'll just I think say that. Billy wants, he, he wants another. They're so good. Nah. Tasty. My dude, my work was selling it, and I I wrote a different like tag under it. I thought they were on sale for three fifty, and I was like, oh, I'll grab two. I go up to ring it, it's like they're like six bucks each. I'm like, what the fuck is this? But I was like, I, I was like, I'll buy them anyway, and they were yeah. all bad. I took one like a month ago, and I did one the other day. Ooh, it's all bad. The second time, it's not that bad. You, you get used you to. You still it. got one more? No, I don't. I only bought two. I did one like a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bought ten. So, cause yeah, the whole plan, like, I don't know if you're gonna be good with ten, but <laughs> I, I, I bought them to my nephew. Was like, deal, deal. We gotta do this. We gotta do this. So, um, it just we haven't been able to like, you know, get it going. And my understanding is you don't want to do it on an empty stomach. And you know, if you're not feeling well, don't do it because it's just gonna mess you up even more. So we just haven't like we we're gonna do it. And then my brother got COVID. Aaron got COVID. I was like, oh. So then. Then he went on vacation. Then he went on vacation again. Then work stuff. Then uh, we were going to do it on Thanksgiving, but I was like, eh. you know, what if someone has a reaction to this? I don't want it. I don't want to be the one to be like, yeah, all right, guys, I'm not feeling well. I got to go. And, it, you know, you kind of just ruined the moment. So um, I was like, hey, one day when it's just the two of us and we'll bite my nephew. My nephew says that he did eat it. And I was like, I want the video proof. He's like, no, I didn't do it. I was like, He's like, okay, I only ate like a piece of it. I was like, no, man, that's not the challenge. The challenge is you stuff it and you deal with, you know, the repercussions. That's the challenge. You just deal with it. um, That's why someone opened one the other day here, a drunk person, and I was like, man, you just ruined my chip. That's that's a $6 chip. Yeah, they're crazy. Um, It's, It's crazy how expensive they are, man. It's a fucking little chip. Yeah, and they're like, oh, well, let's taste it. I'm like, no, I, I, I don't want to taste it. I don't. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't taste that shit. <laughs> when I eat it, when I eat the whole chip, that's when I'm going to experience what it is, you know. So I'm not going to... Not a snifter all the time. You're like... Mm-hmm. No, that chip is nothing, like, it's nothing you taste, man. There's no taste in that shit. That shit is just straight, like, uh, like just hell. But, it's, but, yeah. but, but it's cool. I, I, I think you'll be able to deal with it. Now, if your brother would have ate it while he had COVID, COVID would have been right out of there. You would have fucking yeah. tasted negative like the shit, like, <laughs> second after. Yeah, that shit would have been gone real quick. Uh, but brother, thanks like again for joining us, man. Really enjoyed having yeah, you man, on. Again, the background just keeps like getting my eyes. I keep looking at the different ones. I'm looking yes. at which one's my favorite. I think the one, the purple one, right? Yeah, the one. Yeah, that was my favorite one. The purple. Oh, gee. Yes, I kind of like the Super yeah, Saiyan Goku one, one on the bottom. The that's Super my, Saiyan my flagship guy. Yeah. It is. So that was pretty cool. uh, what I did here is I took the Drake album and I matched. So you guys familiar with his last album, Certified yeah. Lover Boy. So I took the each color that of the woman's dress and then I matched the skin color to what each skin color was. So it is a color exact for if you if you see their um the the album and match them up, you're gonna get the same colors. So I uh, you know I thought it was cool and I actually so we have I have my my trademark um, certificate that we just got, so I officially own. Uh. 
I officially own my the monkey if this Oh, there you go. Is that a pen? So, I trademarked him oh. and um we have we have various ones. That's awesome. So the whole That's good. Very smart. Is, it is one monkey and his name is Stanky now cuz we've named him Stanky. But he is um white, he's black, he's Hispanic looking, he's tanned. His skin color changes, but it's the same guy. Um, the <laughs> hair color changes, but it's the same person. The eyes can change, but it's the That's same awesome. character. Um, so it's more, you know, our character, our monkey represents like, um, like a one world. Uh, we're all united. We're all together. We're all human. We're all the same. Doesn't matter your skin color or or where you come from or anything. We're all human. So that is. That's awesome. I don't talk a lot about it because there's, you know, a lot that we want to do with him. Um, but that's what it represents for us. So you're going to get, we have kids like, oh, the orange monkey or the purple monkey. You know, it's the same, it's the same monkey. Um, so that's, that's what he represents for us. That's so, so that's cool. Man. I didn't yeah. notice the, 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 the different colors, like on the, the faces until like you said, that's pretty awesome, man. That's pretty awesome. You should talk about I mean, it more, have more people notice it, man. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that's super awesome, uh, man. Uh, give all our listeners where they could go find your stuff. Pretty much plug yourself, man. Awesome. So we are um, www.stankysauce.com. That's a simple one. And then we made it easy for everyone on all social media platforms at The Stanky Sauce. So that's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube, TikTok, and what's the other one? Pinterest. So um, we're on all of those with the same exact handle. Um, so made it easy for the world to find us. That's awesome, awesome man. man. Again, brother, thank you so much for joining us. Next time, your brother's got to be on with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, my brother, my brother is awesome, and we work off each other. It's like, uh, it's cool. like Bert and Ernie. <laughs> that's cool. There you go. That's that's one for us. That's that's awesome, man. Thanks again for joining us, man. Uh, to Thanks our listeners, please check out Stanky Sauce. They're super awesome out of Florida. Uh, check out Sam Sauce. Check out King Oil and Co. Subscribe to the yeah. podcast and all of our channels. Thanks, everyone. Have an awesome I'm day, boys. Cheap,